G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. Yesterday, we left with a question, why would Jesus Christ, fully God and fully human, become sin? We know that the Day of Atonement was held once a year. Atonement as achieved by Jesus Christ was the unique, the one and only, unrepeatable Day of Calvary which we celebrate at Easter. It is what we remember when taking the Holy Communion. That is why the bread and wine only symbolize Jesus' body and blood. If it were more than symbolic, then it would be like a repeat of his death each time. Certainly untenable. There is only one day of Calvary, and on that historical day, Jesus' death was the once and for all atoning and substitutionary sacrifice which makes amends to God for the sins of the world. Jesus alone gives life, and offers life to the full, a life born from grace and not from law. Jesus Christ ushered in the new covenant. Again, we looked at that in recent podcasts. At the time of Jesus Christ, the temple was the tabernacle successor in Jerusalem. In the temple there was a curtain as thick as a hand in the Holy of Holies, to prevent anyone entering the holy place unauthorized. Perhaps with the lesson of Nadab and Abihu in mind. When Jesus died on the cross, that curtain to the Holy of Holies in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. This was to symbolize that access to God was now open to all who entered by faith. Faith alone and all because of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As we have hopefully seen in these podcasts from Leviticus chapter 16, sins were dealt with by blood sacrifices of atonement as coverings for sin. Why? For without the shedding of blood there can be no forgiveness. Sin is a word that has come down in the world. Sin is seen by some people as something to do with the seedier parts of town. Sin is any disobedience against God, in thought, word, action, attitude, or indeed inaction. And a blood sacrifice was God's way of dealing with sin. However, the solution as we have hopefully seen lies not in the continual animal sacrifices of the Old Testament, because as Hebrews chapter 10 verse 4 reminds us, the blood of animals cannot take away sin, but was only ever a veneer or covering. That was why it was necessary to repeat time and time again. It was only through the death of Jesus that sin is taken away, and that that was only needed once. The annual Day of Atonement was looking forward to the coming of a Messiah, who, as we know, is the man we know as Jesus Christ. Therefore, Jesus Christ is our permanent sacrificial substitute. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, was the atonement for all sin. Therefore, it is his atonement 
which results in salvation for all people who are prepared to accept his work on their behalf. Nothing any of us can do can earn us salvation from God's judgment of our sin. It is a free gift from God, from his wellsprings of grace and mercy. But we have to accept it and take it as a gift, or it would not be love. Jesus, as God in person, gives humanity a focal point to respond to. God does not and will not force people to love him, but he invites all people to be in a dynamic relationship with him. God is love, but God will not force people against their will to be in a relationship with himself, but his love is compelling. Love never forces, but it always calls, seeks, and is compelling. There is a difference. Each person can choose for themselves if they want to take up this offer or not. The free offer of forgiveness is available to all who choose to accept it. Amazing love shown by an almighty God of love. That's it for today. Come back tomorrow as we investigate a little further into Jesus' atonement for sin by looking at three big Bible words propitiation, redemption, and substitution. That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple, wherever you are in this world, to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.